Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 44 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel. I'm the host of the show and the owner of Quilters Candy. And today, when this show releases, it will be February 11th, Friday, February 11th. It is the last day of this entire year for you to join me in the Craft to Career course. In this course, we dive deep into all the things you need to take your dream, your craft, your hobby, your passion, and turn it into a successful career. We will do six weeks of diving deep, talking about what you need to see tangible growth. Now, we have some students in the course who are at the very beginning of their business, entrepreneurial. They're just dreaming. They, they're getting everything in order. And we have some people who've been doing this for years, and they are just wanting to see growth. They want to see a little bit more income, a little more sustainability. So no matter where you are on your journey with your business, I would love to have you in the Craft to Career podcast. And some people wonder, well, I'm not a quilter. Is this course good? Is this a good fit for me? Absolutely. This course covers business principles that cross over into every every business. These are sound business practices that I've learned from people in other industries that can honestly be applicable to any business that you are wanting to grow. So if this is something that you are interested in, be sure to visit quilterscandy.com, look under the tab courses, click on craft to career, and come and join me inside the craft to career course. The doors close at nine o'clock PM central standard time. So if this is something that you're interested in, today is the day. The doors will be closed, 9 o'clock p.m. I hope to see you inside, and Monday we will start with the course content. And now I want to jump into what we are talking about in this week's episode. This is near and dear to my heart. The topic is when you're in a rut. And I wanted to talk about this, one, because I have recently been in a rut, And two, I have my mentorship program, and one of the mentors that I work with, we have our weekly calls, and she she was also expressing that she's been going through a hard time and just asking, what do you do when you're in a rut? And I thought, you know, let's just talk about this with everyone. Everyone goes through a hard time. It can be in your personal life, with your business, sometimes all the things. And so I just want to talk about what to do when you're in a rut. And a rut can feel and look different. Sometimes it's losing the the motivation, the to care. Sometimes you just I don't know that I that I care. Sometimes it's feeling like I I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. Sometimes it's not seeing the growth and the success that you want immediately. And sometimes it's just emotional burnout. It's just fatigue. And so don't worry. This happens to everybody. And if there's something that I could go back and tell myself when I first began my business, it would be to just chill out a little bit more. And that's more for me, but I have to know that this is applicable to everyone. 
I felt like if there was a day where I didn't want to do anything that I couldn't, I had to just go, go, go. I would see everyone else hustling, hustling. And I felt guilty if I took some time off. And so even though I, I was taking the time off, I couldn't enjoy it fully because I felt so guilty about taking time off. And having studied now myself and seeing how that is not a good practice, but also reading from experts, people who are super successful. I mean, let's just start with Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. He has a whole chapter on sharpening the saw. So if you have a saw and you're just cutting, cutting, cutting down a tree all the time, that saw is going to get dull. It's, it's going to not be as effective. You have to take time to take that to stop, to sharpen the saw, to play, to rest. So take a break. You can schedule in the break, and sometimes those breaks are going to be longer than others. And that is okay. If you need a break, if you are on burnout, if you're in a rut, do take time to sharpen the saw. And taking a break is one thing, you know, sometimes we do just need to sleep and veg out. Do that. But also just be very honest with yourself and aware that that can become a bit too much and can put your rut in into a more more of a spiral if you're just in bed or just watching TV. So yes, there is a time for that, but also try to get in nature. There is something really healing about being outside, being with the trees, the sunshine on your skin, the the wind blowing in your face. Even if it's just going for a walk, there's something just very healing about the outdoors. So try to get outside and it might be really cold where you are and you think, no way, that sounds terrible. But bundle up, just do what you need to, a little sunshine, some vitamin D. And honestly, I, this may sound a little weird, but just even touching some of the plants, if you can touch a tree, just feel your connection to, to something bigger than you, to putting your perspective, you know, in this big wide world of all these beautiful creations and just kind of grounding yourself a little bit. It is very healing. And if you can schedule time to play, when is the last time that you played? Did something just because it sounded like fun? Whether it's a game or, I mean, this is, this is funny to share, but at church on Sunday during our big congregation, there is a mom who has a little boy who, how do I say this? She's got her hands full. And so I invited him, hey, do you want to come and sit with me? And he brought his little bag of toy cars, and we were whispering and playing. And it brought me back to my little childhood self, where I went into a world playing with this little boy. Here, oh, the car is going to fall off the cliff. Oh, no. I mean, just this imaginary world. And it was just for a few minutes, you know, to help hopefully alleviate the mom so she could focus on the speaker and I could entertain the boy it was so good for me and whether it's setting time to go on a date with yourself you know to do something that's just purely for fun or schedule a game night or draw or bring out some paint and do some painting dance turn on some music and just dance when no one's watching think back to when you were a child what were the things that you just loved to do just to you know, go on a bike ride, whatever it might be, 
just schedule some time to play. My second thing, so the first is take a break. The second thing is to simplify. Sometimes it is a matter of burnout and just exhaustion, mentally, all of the things. So look at what's the least that you need to do. And I know that sounds funny, but actually I think it's a great life skill in general. What is the least amount of work that you need to get done? What's absolutely crucial? Eliminate those filler tasks. Eliminate the time that you're on social media. Eliminate, you know, I'm only going to do a half an hour of emails today and the rest can just wait. Whatever it might look like for you, if you can just simplify and I mean, if you can carry that on into everyday life. I think that it's actually a very healthy practice personally. I think the less that we have in our lives, the happier we are. Um, but, but if you're in a moment of just absolute burnout, just do the bare, bare minimum and, and you'll be okay. It'll be okay. So number three is stay in your lane. So I talk a lot about if there's anyone that you're following that's not bringing you joy and you know, you know who those people are. If you look at their account or even if you go out seeking it, oh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. I wonder what they're at now. I wonder what they're launched, blah, 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 whatever it might be. Don't do it. If you don't have the willpower, then delete whatever means you are doing, you're looking at. Like, don't delete your web browser, delete social media for a little bit. You have got to stop. And I'm talking not as a preachy way. This is coming from experience. It is just not good to be looking at other people if it's bringing you down. And it's very interesting. I've noticed for me, there are times where I can watch a certain person and what they're doing and it's super motivating. And then with a flip of a switch, it becomes not motivating and it's very crushing and I feel comparison creep in. And just be aware of that. If that happens, take a break. Don't, don't look at what they're doing. Um, instead, look at how you can provide a better experience for your customer. Because when you're coming from a place of comparison or when you're coming from, how can I earn money? How can I earn money? That is not going to fuel the right ideas. That is going to fuel frantic, uh, rushed feelings of, oh, I just, I need to do this. I need to do it now. And I need to be like this. Or I need to have this. If you can just step back and ask, what can I do to provide more value for my customers? How can I create a better experience for them? And, and what would I love to do? Like, how can I do that? That would just light me up. That's where the good ideas come from. And that's where if you can, you know, instead of focusing on, man, I wish I had all these other people buying, focus on the people who are buying. Be so grateful. Take a moment, look at their name, think about them as a person, think about what you can do to make their experience wonderful. If it's one customer, awesome. Create a relationship with them. Just dive deep and trust and know that you will have success. You are providing value, something that no one else can provide. And the smaller your audience is, the more personal you can be. The larger you grow, you lose that capability. And often we think, I just wish I had more people. I wish I had more sales. 
but take advantage of this audience that you have. If you can communicate with them and give them a bit of you, bigger companies and brands cannot do that. And you're able to provide something so unique and just revel in that and enjoy and know that if you keep doing this right, it does lead to growth and success. So number four, stretch and be active. So we need our bodies moving. A lot of times, especially as entrepreneurs, we're in a chair, we're sitting, we're laying down, we're, we're stagnant. And not just entrepreneurs, a lot, of, a lot of our culture in life is sitting in a car, sitting on the couch, sitting at a desk. Our bodies need some movement. We need to work out. We need the blood flowing. And that can look so different. It doesn't matter what your health level is. I mean, you can do stretches even if you're not able to stand. You can do some that, you know, you twist, you raise your arms some breathing exercises, yoga. If you are a big workout person, you can get, you know, some cardio, some weights in, running, just whatever it looks like for you to be active. Set some time, 30 minutes a day, and you can do that. You know, we think, oh, we're so busy, but there's creative ways to do it. But even just, you can use that time to also get outside. We want to, we want to be sure we're getting outside. Just do some walking do whatever you can to just get your body moving. It really helps, especially if you're in a rut. It'll help you get out of a rut. And if you're not in a rut, it'll help you avoid getting into a rut. And then five is be still. Take some time to just be, to be with your thoughts. It can be journaling. I love the practice of having a journal and just writing a brain dump. And sometimes I'll write, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to say, I'm just writing to write. It's, it's a 30 minute where you just write and the pen doesn't stop and you just keep writing and writing and, and that's where it comes, I'm just writing, I don't know, and things come. It's, it's very therapeutic, you get your thoughts out, there's clarity into what's going on in this brain of mine and I highly recommend that. Also just meditating. Just, I like to, to lay down. I know I've gone to some meditation classes where they recommend sitting up, but I like to lay down so I can just be totally comfortable, not falling asleep, but just going through my body, you know, starting with, I'm very grateful for my brain and going through the physical body and, and just telling myself how grateful I am for these, for my eyes that I can see for, you know, all the different moving down and and touching sometimes my shoulders they move my hands they allow me to to sew and to type and um and going through the physical body and what you're grateful for and and prayer if if that is what you believe and do to pray to tap into god or the higher power that you believe in it is really really wonderful to feel like you are it's bigger than you. There's something out there and it's not just you. And there's a higher power that you can tap into and, and that there's just more. So there's really something to that. And also in this being still taking time to read literature, literature that's been around for a long time, whether it's, you know, the new Testament, the old Testament, the Quran, the, um, any, any kind of scripture, holy word, or just any ancient literature that's stood the test of time. 
something that that is older than us that taps us into again being part of something bigger something that um that reminds us of just who we are in this world it's very grounding and very healing now this might feel a little woo woo for all of you guys but just honestly give it a try really there is power in the things that i am talking about and then number six don't give up so oftentimes we feel like well if i take a break i'm giving up it's really not that you taking a break is is a is energizing it's a must it's a it's part of moving forward and progressing and there's a story that I really like I've been listening to the book think and grow rich and by I think it's Napoleon Hill and it's, it's older it is older I yeah, just be forewarned but he's talking about um, the gold rush and there there were some brothers who moved from Maryland out to Colorado during the gold rush they'd heard about the gold rush they wanted to be part of it right who wouldn't and they started digging and they found gold and a lot of it and I mean it sounds so crazy when I heard this they literally covered it up and went back to Maryland to get money from family and friends whoever they could they borrowed money so they could get the machinery to go back and start digging for gold and they got the money, they got the tools they needed, and they started digging. And it turned out what they found was a fluke. There was that gold they found, and they kept digging and digging, and they didn't find any more gold. And so they went, and they sold the machinery, and they spent years earning back that money to pay back the people they borrowed from. But here's the interesting part. The people who bought the machinery from them they went out and asked a geologist, a specialist, to come look at the land over here. Where should we dig? And they said, oh, you know, they're too close to the fault line. You need to go a little bit further to the fault line or closer to the fault, something with a fault line and the distance from a fault line. So they followed the direction of the geologist, started digging, and it is historically one of the biggest gold mines to have ever been discovered. So those brothers, the two that originally found gold they were just digging a few miles it ended up being three miles away from where they stopped digging is where the big gold mine was three miles away what if they hadn't given up what if they had dug a little more or even better what if they'd gone to a specialist and asked where should I go digging and they could tell them hey go to the fault line so don't give up if something isn't going your way it's not because it's it's not that it's not going to work it's that you might need a little direction a little guidance someone to tell you oh just go this way oh hey tweak that a little bit um so be patient don't give up look for for guidance for help do the other things we've talked about here but don't throw in the towel just because you aren't seeing the results that you want now which leads me to number seven my last point be patient we all want success immediately. We are looking at where other people are right now and comparing it with where we are right now. Where that person you're looking at who's having major success, they have taken time, they've grown, and their, their journey is different than your journey. And just because your results aren't immediate, just because you've launched something and the sales weren't what you wanted, that does not mean that it's over. That doesn't mean that you throw in the towel. That just means that you continue. What, what should I tweak? What can I learn from this? What needs to change? 
and we tweak it and we work at it again and again. And now uh, with that, I do not want to give the impression that every business idea is a good business idea because there are some times out there where I've seen someone and it's like, no, that you actually really probably shouldn't do that. And so it does, it does benefit to get guidance and help. But if you are doing something, if you're selling a product and there are plenty of other people out there who are selling a similar product and having success and you're not, you know that the product works, that there is the ability to have success with that thing. Then you know that you need to just tweak what you're doing and, and change it a little bit. So don't, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. So just to recap, if you are feeling in a rut, my seven points or ideas, one, take a break, two, simplify, three, stay in your lane, four, get active, five, be still, six, don't give up, and seven, be patient. And it's funny, as I'm reading through this, it's like, be active, be still. Um, so they may sound a little bit contradictory, but as you listen through, I hope that that all makes sense to you and how those all work together and how we have to just take time to take care of ourselves. Oh, I did want to add in there to, to take care of your body, to eat well. If you're eating a bunch of crap, you're going to feel like crap. Trust me. I know <laughs> I've been there. Think of the times in your life where you have felt good and look at what you were doing in your life at that time. I'm sure that there was sleep happening, that there was good food and nutrition, that you were being active, you were loving people in your life, you were in a good place with people in your life emotionally. So it's just business is one little piece of the pie of our lives. We want they all work together. It's like a web. They, they're inter, interconnected. If something in your life is out of whack, it will affect the other parts. So take time, you know, take time to, to heal, to take care of your body, to, to eat well. And, and know that you've got this. You have what you need for success within you. We are all more powerful and geared for success than we even know. It is honestly our own selves that get in the way. So tap into who you are, to what is the greatness that's within you. And again, if this is a little woo for you, well, it is, it is me. So let's buckle up because this is me. Uh, but I, it matters that you believe in yourself. It matters that we take care of ourselves. And, and don't worry if you need to take a break and take some time. Um, but don't, that doesn't mean you give up that there are things we can do to improve your business. And I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the craft to career podcast. And if you are looking for that guide, if you are wondering, what can I do? I just don't know how to get my business to the next level. Then come and join me in the craft to career course. I would love to help you clear the clouds, see through the fog, see what you can do to really level up your business and grow and see the results that you want. If you are liking this podcast, be sure to subscribe. I've got some great guests lined up that are coming in the next couple of weeks. 
you don't want to miss those. Also be sure to leave a review. I really do love hearing from you listeners. And if this episode spoke to you, go ahead and take a screenshot and share it. Let a friend know. Let someone know, especially if you know someone who's going through a hard time. Go ahead and share this with them. Let's share the positivity and the motivation and encourage one another. We are here to support and lift each other and ourselves. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful week. I cannot wait to start the course on Monday with those of you who will be there. And for the rest of you, I will see you next Friday right here on the Craft to Career podcast.